0: He's only 23 years old. Oh,
1: my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's so weird how much I like him, and I'm so much older. (laughs)
0: Dude, do you think he likes me? (laughs) You are now tuned in to the Windy City Benders Podcast. This is WCVP.
1: All right, we're back with another edition of the Windy City Better Podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by Giraffe Keynes. Jerem here with Tanner. What's up, bud?
0: What up? What up? You uh, having a good time, man?
1: Yeah, dealing a little uh, little chaotic Chicago today, huh?
0: Yeah, you know, shit's falling apart. Guns are everywhere. Chicago style. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, so fair warning—you may hear quite a few sirens uh, come from Tanner. Hopefully, uh, it won't be too bad. But yeah, uh, it's been a little bit. It's been about a week since our last episode, but it feels like it's been so much, so much longer. Essentially, missed the entire preseason. Yeah, uh, a lot, a lot going on. A
0: couple of weddings.
1: A couple of weddings. Just yeah,
0: too much. Yeah, Hawks, to, Hawks are playing hockey right now so that's great Hawks are
1: playing hockey Things are looking good some exciting stuff Going on A uh, lot lot to be happy about And I just One week as a recording so when you're listening to this Six days but as of right now one week Until regular season Blackhawk Hockey Uh, Will be five days until regular NHL Season hockey like let's Fucking go best time of the year
0: Yes Best time of the year is right. That's fucking go. Uh, or it's like best time of the year B. Playoffs, best time of the year A.
1: <laughs> so all right, let's rank it really quick since I'm gonna do this. <laughs> Start of the regular season, playoffs, trade deadline, giraffe, this. and Opening a free agency. We'll stick with those five. Olympus because it only happens every once in a while, and that kind of will be a little biased because that jumps up.
0: Okay, so All Star Weekend then.
1: Okay, that. and All Star Weekend. So top six. We'll do top six real quick. All Star
0: Weekend last
1: six. That's, cool. That's <laughs> like why do you even include it? Why do you even include it?
0: I just I'm just saying it's a, it's something that it's an oh, event, right? Okay, and a Winter okay. Classic would be above it. I'm just adding events. Yeah, Being <laughs> to look a, forward to.
1: Stadium Series Heritage Classic. Let's go! Yeah, all all
0: of the outdoor games. It goes All Star Weekend. All of the outdoor games, and then I would this say should the,
1: this should have been the draft. We drafted yeah. our three
0: pre-events.
1: You yeah, want to hold off
0: like, now, or you want to just do the draft now? We'll get it out of the way first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then you have to go. <laughs> yeah, we'll start it with the just because why not? We're, right, on. Right.
1: We're starting with the draft this episode. Uh, we're gonna do draft our top three events or times of the year for the NHL. Um you you take it away. Number one.
0: Okay, number one. Pick. Um I, I wanna like I mean it's gonna be the playoffs, but do I have to specify like if I say like day one is the only cup playoffs or like game seven of Stanley Cup Final, or can I just say playoffs? Because I think a, playoffs,
1: because I just think playoffs in general are just
0: yeah. It's that's only, what that's what you look forward to. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Playoffs. playoffs, easy.
1: Number one. Number so number one for me, I'm gonna go with free agency, opening free agency. Okay. I that's mean, just
0: free agent frenzy.
1: Yeah, just the chaoticness of like the last like as soon as because all the rumors start piling in, and then boom it just hits and just boom, boom, boom. And you're like, well, where like, that's another reason why I'm so excited for the start of the season. Cause it's like, where the fuck did everybody go? I don't remember. Yeah. And Never now, forget.
0: Yaroslav Klock is on Vancouver. That blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were on the,
1: we were on the Colorado podcast last week and he brought that up and I was just like, Oh my God, when did that happen?
0: Yeah. Off season. All right. Um, number two, number two, the draft lottery. I like the draft lottery, and then the draft is great.
1: Okay, so no cool. so which one are you going for? Draft lottery or the draft? It's those are two different events. So,
0: oh, I mean, yeah, I'll just do draft lottery. Draft lottery. I think it's exciting, especially like the one two years ago where it was like, when who's the mystery team for number one? And we
1: there was second
0: be, draft lottery. Yeah, that will
1: never be. It's a shame. Like, okay. Phrasing here is gonna be really bad. It's a shame that that will never happen again. I mean, it's not a shame because that means we're not in a global pandemic. Yeah. But it's a real bummer that it does. It's never gonna play out like that because that was the most exciting I think I've ever like excitement I've ever felt for a draft lottery. Like I remember we were recording oh, yeah. and we started the episode with us live watching the the lottery and then running in here because the Hawks had a shot.
0: Yeah. Well, that was the only time that they've done like a lottery with the actual like team balls. and like instead of just like the percentages that they do now and then they just flip the cards it was like you all got to see like who the fucking ball was and it was just amazing
1: all right uh my number yeah my number two i'm going opening night okay I, i still think that you know the start of the season everybody's got a clean slate unless you're Buffalo um like you're ready to they're gonna
0: start the season hot like they usually do and win like their first eight games and then go on an 18 game losing streak
1: with who with who though like that's the thing like
0: i can't even i can't even justify it like looking at that um Uh, they could i don't know it's gonna be the underestimate everybody's gonna just be like oh that's an easy game and think about the next one then be like oh we lost a buffalo it's kind of embarrassing and then that's when they'll start to get their ass beat
1: what real quick? What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite opening night for the Hawks?
0: No, not really. Not in particular. I like every time that they raise the banner at home.
1: It's at Blues all the time.
0: But yeah,
1: were they just my? I think my favorite. Well, I think it was the home opener was when they just dick kicked uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, the
0: Pittsburgh Penguins, ten ah, to nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Um, my third event. It's got to be trade deadline then. Or I could say draft day, but I, I'm gonna say trade deadline. Yeah. Even
1: though it's like it's been kind of dying down a little bit. I mean, but it's been more exciting now, like with the flat cap because teams are kind of forced to make moves and really like yeah, do stuff that you wouldn't normally see them do. So that's I like
0: the I like the three-way trades to fit guys in under the cap because then it's like fifty percent retained, fifty percent retained, and then you get a fourth, you get a first. <laughs> Making that stuff
1: work is hilarious. All right. Well then I guess I'm going with I'm going round one of the draft. Okay. Because okay. you know what? After after that, it's just kind of like you occasionally get like the the big big moves or something like during the regular, like the rounds two through seven, but
0: it's usually just picks for picks. Like, oh, I'll I'll trade you my fifty seventh and seventy second for your forty fifth like all
1: right uh, i was about to say expansion drafts but the last one was just so bad that it kind of ruined it
0: well i don't think that that the draft itself was bad i think the fact that whoever yeah. i can't remember who it was w- ruined every fucking pick on twitter beforehand <laughs> i was just like come on dude like there's a whole event going on later today that like i was excited for so i, I don't know i i don't think i'm in the minority of hockey fans i was kind of excited to see like The expansion draft.
1: Oh, no, I was super excited to see it.
0: And this guy just fucking goes off on Twitter and just, like, tells everybody what the picks are. And it's just like, come on. Like, what's the fucking point? Then why? I don't understand why the NHL wouldn't do something about, like, (laughs) hey, this guy is no longer allowed in NHL facilities.
1: (laughs) I just don't understand why or how that, like, how he was able to
0: get all that.
1: Like they either need to, it's probably never going to happen again. I can't see them going more than 32 teams.
0: Yeah. Unless Buffalo folds from just being such a miserable franchise and they just tell every, all their players are then free agents. (laughs) And then then Buffalo, let the Buffalo roam
1: across the NHL.
0: Yeah. They have to travel westward. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. Honorable. So honorable mention. We'll do expansion draft. Uh, winter classic.
0: Yeah. And all star weekend. Oh,
1: the all star weekend is so
0: bad. Uh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. I'm doing that's your honorable mention. I'm. Not, I want nothing to do with that. I agree that's with you. That's fine. Whatever. All right. So let's times us, of the year. Yeah. Let us know what your favorite uh, moments of the season is or the hockey calendar. Like, the, we can even go farther because you also, like, you said, we got the Olympics. You can even do World Juniors, yeah. like, Christmas weekend World Juniors and all that. Like,
0: draft rounds two through seven. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, man.
1: Yeah. I kind of get in the I draft like, out of the way, man.
0: I That's guess cool. not like an NHL thing, but like the Hawks convention.
1: Yeah. Hawks convention is always awesome. Um, I've never been to it, but it seems really cool.
0: Yeah. We got a buddy that. Goes every
1: year, so. What do you have, former guy of the show?
0: Yeah, happy birthday, only
1: yeah, Happy birthday, Nolly. <laughs> Poets call him Married Brian. That was fucking
0: weird. Yeah. Um. All right. So now we got that done. <laughs> that
1: done. Real quick, we're going to do a plug. Uh, we decided to open up a merch shop.
0: Oh yeah, we're up.
1: ShopWCBP.com. You can get. Tanner's got the zip-up hoodie.
0: I got <laughs> yeah. the the black
1: crew neck sweater. My computer's got a sticker. Tanner's water bottles got a sticker. We got t-shirts. We got fanny packs. All come in different oh, colors.
0: We have fanny packs.
1: Yeah, I put a fanny pack on there. Why not? Go
0: fuck it away.
1: Um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, we are going to yeah put the link in the bios for uh, for this. Love to see people rocking it, so we're gonna do for we'll do different promo codes here and there. But to for the initial start, I'm gonna do 13% off benders 13 for the first 13 people to order. Uh, let's go,
0: let's Whoa.
1: go. Let us know what else you want to what merch else you want. I think uh, this is cool. It's just cool seeing people wearing Bender stuff. Like what.
0: Well, Eventually we'll work our way up to like a, like a car sponsorship and we'll, we'll just get a car with WCBP all over the side of it.
1: You're going to see the WCBP uh, CCM logo on the Hawks Jersey. And uh, yeah, somewhere. it's going to be
0: along the boards at the United center going to be on the, on the helmets where the belt <laughs> tire logo is.
1: Yeah. Did we talk about that one?
0: No. Can't remember. Oh, yeah. Part. I think we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah we okay. Did.
1: Yeah. That still blows my mind. And Detroit, I thought Detroit would be better, Bell Tire, and they got Myers on theirs.
0: I don't know, man. That's I'm so funny. We don't have those little Caesars all over the place.
1: So, yeah. Again, W or shop WCBP.com or WCBP.shop. We'll all take you to the same place. Buy it. Send us uh, pictures of you with it. Let's see it. Let's see the merch boys. Let's go. <laughs> girls. Let's go. <laughs> let's do it. All right, Hawks talk. Uh, a lot yeah. going on. Um, let's where do you want to start?
0: First and most important Patty Kane is a 92 overall in NHL 22, and he's tied for the best right winger with Nikita Kucherov.
1: And, and they I put love him, it and I love that they put him one.: Yeah. He's fucking. He's got more cups. I don't care. <laughs> Let's go. Um, yeah. Is he? In, that's the question. Is Patty Kane be the number one right winger in NHL 22? Gonna make you want to run out and get NHL 22? No, not at all.
0: Seattle being in the game makes me Seattle being in myself. the game. Yeah.
1: Do you see that they introduced? They're doing roster shares now.
0: Yeah.
1: That's that should be interesting. I don't know if I'd use it, but you know what would be really interesting? Fucking uh gm connect back
0: in the game yeah that's not gonna happen
1: ever gonna happen but that was like the best like i love doing that like fantasy hockey that you can play
0: yeah it was that was pretty great it was uh it was difficult to get everybody all together but
1: yeah but it was awesome all right
0: i will get that game eventually i don't know if it'll be like a day one get that i've been doing for the past few years
1: I think I'm gonna, yeah, I think I'm gonna try to hold out and see if I can get my hands on a new system.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think that's, I'm, that's not that's, happening for me. No, that's Anytime what I'm saying. Up.
1: Yeah, I don't think we're gonna be able to even get them. Yeah. Cause I still, I still occasionally check for inventory and they're still not in. Yeah. But yeah, NHL 22, lots of, lots of music in there too. They released their soundtrack, a ton of, ton, ton of songs.
0: Yeah. Um, That'd be good for the first couple days. And then you go time wow. to turn this off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Listen, wasn't flurry also ranked like the fifth best goalie in the game too.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. like tied with like carry price. He's 90 overall. Yeah. Yes. All
1: right. Uh, so few transactions kind of happen. I guess you can call them transactions more like yeah. their movements. movements. Um, the big one that, it's kind of big just because of the player. Uh, I kind of expected it just because, he, to me, he didn't fit in on this team. But uh, Connolly gets put on waiver yesterday, goes unclaimed, gets sent down to Rockford today.
0: Yeah, I just—I mean, it makes sense. I don't—I don't think there's really a spot for him on the on the team.
1: He he just did not fit this team at all, especially with what they brought in this year, and kind of building around. He he's really he's getting the Zach Smith.
0: Pretty much, and it's it's not that great because he's still got another year after this year on his deal.
1: Oh, does he really?
0: Yeah. Oh, shit, I thought this was last year. No. What is it, like 3.25? 3.3 or 3.5. Ugh. Yeah. So, even though he might not see ice time this year, he might next year, <laughs> unless they move him. I don't know what they're gonna do, but you we basically in the last preseason game kind of saw what the lines are mainly gonna be looking like against Detroit. Um,
1: do you have those?
0: Oh, I'm just like going, like trying to think, like ah, uh, based off of like what I remember, there was no Strom, there was no Nylander, no Connolly, um, no Kalnuk, but that's because. He's going to be hurt for the first couple of weeks of the season.
1: Yeah, out for a few weeks with an ankle injury. So, unfortunately.
0: Stillman wasn't but. playing, but it was it was basically the lineup was Kane, DeBrinket, and Tyler Johnson, which looked great. Uh, Taze, Kubalik, and Kurochev. Kurochev just whipping around all over the place there, and looks good too.
1: You know what's gonna be really interesting too is that um Kershev is really making it like, oh man, is that really Hegel's spot? Because everyone well,
0: actually I really like having I like the I like the Kershev on that line, but I think that it's Hegel and Kuroshev are interchangeable but have different skill sets.
1: Right. And it's like it's very because we kind of we talked about on um the, the Colorado podcast with Carlton how he likes to jumble up lines yeah you give him those two options to go on the wing with Kubalik and Taves like for different situations you need you know having two very good options I mean that's yeah that's not bad that is actually very very helpful and it's going to be uh, a very good blessing for this team and it's going to be huge probably especially with with Taves kind of like, you know, still kind of questioning what his how much he's gonna be able to bring to the table, which by the yeah. way, I think he's been looking fucking fantastic from what I've seen so far this preseason.
0: Oh, absolutely. He's been been looking real good. And like like I said, that line has been looking great too. And then they also uh what was it last game? They had Hagel with Gaudette and Borgstrom, which that line was just going balls to the wall, like everywhere they were going. Like you never saw one of those guys like stopping and gliding around, um, which is weird because like you say these lines, but then like Doc wasn't playing, and we still have Kirby Doc that fits in somewhere. He's kind um, of
1: fallen down to. I think he's a third line option right now. If they want to keep him in the middle, yeah, he's got to be that third line guy. That's,
0: yeah, that's the crazy thing is like we have so many players because like not in that lineup. I'm trying to think of who was on the fourth line. It was Carpenter. With Hardman. And I can't remember who the oh Mackenzie At Whistle. And Wessel looked pretty good too. Um like they were that was another good like bottom six line. And so it's kind of funny because then now out of the lineup, you have nylander Doc, and Strome, who are all like pretty skilled players. I mean, Doc by far is gonna make the lineup. Oh yeah. And then you have Ju- Juhar Kyra, who I think in the first preseason game looked pretty goddamn good. I didn't I don't know if he played any other ones or didn't get to watch any besides just the two Detroit games.
1: Kyra is definitely I think he's that 13th forward right now.
0: I think that he's on the fourth line with Carpenter. Okay. And then as soon as you, I said that I regret put, it because I keep yeah.
1: thinking about Nylander.
0: Yeah. Because then I think on that fourth line, like I'd rather see like Mackenzie at whistle or like Mike Hardman. And I just don't see where Nylander or Strom go. And then it's also crazy, because like, then, what, you put Doc between who? (laughs) Like, do you put Doc at center instead of Borgstrom on the third line between Godet and Hegel? I don't hate it. Because then, what, maybe Borgstrom plays fourth line, or maybe Gaudet plays fourth line, and you play... Dock between Borgstrom and Hegel, or Goddet and Hegel, I don't know, but I'm like I'm I'm really he, curious
1: to see if they're gonna try Doc at winger and put him up on that top line
0: with Hayes top line, yeah, that would be good. I'd like that. <laughs> that would be pretty goddamn fucking good.
1: But the only downside of that too is like if he ends up becoming this like amazing winger. We kind of banked our future on uh, Doc being like the guy that replaced Taves.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he could still—they can have it because Doc's a right-handed player. He could take faceoffs that would benefit yeah. right-handed players over Taves taking a left-handed like faceoff. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
1: Man, so many issues, like problems that I, ne- yeah. did I think the Hawks were going to have this soon, and this is like. Fa- and don't get me those wrong when I say problems these are fantastic problems to have
0: oh yeah and having too many players to figure out like we have like 15 players that could be in the lineup <laughs> and it's like you know that the guarantees are like Taze and Kane to brink it but then it's like if any of these other guys like stumbles and falls and doesn't play too well like somebody else is going to be able to step in in any one of these like spots on the lineup
1: Next man up, baby.
0: Yeah. It's just, it sucks because like last year was a good year for anybody to step up and play with Kane and Dabrinkit and then it ended up being Pew Suter and it's not a guy we held on to. That was the year that Strom, it was like Strom's year to fucking have and then just like didn't do it.
1: That's yeah. That, man. I still wish they could, they can move
0: him. Yeah, I mean, it would. I mean, I don't know where he fits. I think it's what would be best for him, unless they want to hold on to him in case there's injuries. Like, I don't know. Maybe like having that role of being like the thirteenth guy or like the guy on the third line would benefit him from not being like so much like depended on. I I just. I just don't even second think, line I, power play. Like
1: I don't even think he's that. I think that there's so many guys just proving themselves on this roster that even if you were to say, Oh, we need to hold on somebody for injury. I would rather hold on to somebody of the, these younger kids that have been really showing, like you're saying, I would rather see an end whistle in there. I would rather see yeah. a Hardman. I would rather see Borstrom. you know, like, you know what you need. Oh, to, yeah. Yeah. Like there's so many guys that I think have just proven that they, Along on this team and are a much better option than Strom.
0: Yeah, it's. I I know a lot of people are like, "Well, you don't, you don't just find somebody with Strom's like passing skill set like anywhere." It's like, yeah, that's great and all, but like, if he's not getting himself open to give himself time to make that pass, if he's not like playing defensively well enough in order for the puck to be going back the other way in order for him to get the puck to make that pass. Right. Like no matter how great you are at passing, if you're not good enough to hold on to the puck or like get the puck in your possession from the other team, like what's the fucking point?
1: We have one of the best passers in the NHL on this team and Patrick.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. There did, you, is- did you see in the last uh, preseason game, sorry to cut you off real okay. quick, but He floated a puck over the defenseman and, and like it just like sat perfectly, like in Debrinket's hand, and he just dropped it and like took it to the net wide. Like (laughs) it was so stupid. See, like,
1: and that's what I'm saying though. Like Strom, I'm, I'm not trying to say anybody needs to be on Kane's level. No, but Strom doesn't even have half the skill to do, to put himself in the position that Kane does. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't need to put himself in a position because, like you said right there, your example, he can just fucking throw it over guys' heads and it's going to get there perfectly. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, passing is a great passer, awesome. I just remember, like, you know, my favorite position in hockey is the guy that gets to sit right in the slot or right in the corner, nobody touches him, and he gets the puck automatically, and he's like, okay, I'm going to pass it. That's the best position in hockey. It doesn't exist. and And that's all this guy needs. It's like he's not a physical guy. He's not strong on the puck. He, like, and it's like, I don't, I don't hate the guy. Like, I feel like I'm going off like I hate this guy.
0: Yeah.
1: He just doesn't fit on this team. And
0: it's, it's just, I just, I just want him the team to, up. yeah. I would love for him to do great. I just don't see it anymore.
1: Yeah. And it, in keeping him on the team and keep trying to force, like, that's still one of my biggest issues with Bowman is he tries to force these projects that, former top picks that just haven't panned out yet. And he gets cheap and he's like, you know what, we're going to make this happen. We're going to make this happen. And he just holds on way too long. Yeah. We'll we'll see what
0: happens after this year, because like they're both kind of in like a prove it year. And hopefully they're both going to just end up being prove it players and just absolutely shit on everybody, which would be great. But. And Nylander's still in
1: RFA after this year. Fuck.
0: They're both oh, RFAs. Fuck
1: me. <laughs> so we can't even like just be like, okay, sorry, pass. Unless they yeah, you qualify. can. Yeah, unless they're qualified. Yeah,
0: they could just not qualify. They can just do what they did to Puce. We still got sirens. It's pretty sweet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck. If they didn't qualify suitor and they qualify fucking. Nylander and Strome dude. that Bowman needs to get fired right there. Like that's obnoxious.
0: I think I think he would only want to qualify him just for what he gave up for him where he didn't qualify Suter because they literally just signed him from Europe.
1: And again, I understand not bringing Suter back. It makes sense now seeing what the Hawks did this offseason. But yeah, Strome at some point, you got to cut the cord and be like, "This project isn't isn't worth it." Are you still having sirens?
0: Yeah, it's literally like sitting outside my apartment. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that why your hand was up, or does that say something stupid? No, I was I was just like this siren. Oh, this okay. Fucking, but- the traffic won't let the fucking ambulance through, so it's <laughs> literally sitting on the street in front of a building, just like going off.
1: Oh man, yeah, but yeah, it's like at some point that he's got to just cut the cord it was a great attempt it was a great attempt to make that work it was awesome for yeah. half a season for strom
0: let's see if we can get schmaltz back
1: <laughs> oh man i'd be happy with uh like a seventh rounder but whatever
0: i like just having the cap space would be great just in order i mean it i'm not it's not gonna hurt actually too bad because like we're under the cap we <laughs> we' they're only on a year so like it's not like the their caps can be hurting us like in the future I mean like I said it, hopefully it's a proven year that they, they understand that and like they come out and they fucking prove it I really want them to just be like how the NHL video game has like had them for the past like three years as like meeting elite players that like <laughs> by now should be like leading the league in points yeah. but they fucking don't
1: I think what's going to be really interesting um, too is kind of seeing how this lineup gets like shaped with, you know, there's always been like rumblings that because Stan's job has been on the line the past couple of years, Carlton's been his choice for the coach was his guy, all that. And he was kind of in Carlton's ear being like, okay, this is what you, who, who you have to play and all this kind of stuff. Now that this team is, is a playoff team. Let's face it. I hate hearing that. I mean, you can hate all that you want rest of the fan base, but this is a playoff team. Yep. Now that they're a playoff team, is he really going to let Carlton go? Is he going to have any influence on who gets played? And if he does have any influence on who gets played and he tries to force Stroman in, or Stroman, Strom and Nylander down our throat and down this team's throat, how long is he going to do that before it kind of like, you know, starts affecting the play? Because like yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're going in a circle now just because it's just yeah, like, Jesus. I mean long yeah. source too long didn't read. Connolly Stro- Connelly
0: got sent, <laughs> got
1: sent down. Yeah. Connelly got sent down. Strom and are probably our thirteenth, fourteenth player, like the forwards on this team. And yeah. there's a lot of great things happening with the younger guys on yeah. this on this team.
0: Um other than with Connolly though, uh Lucas Reichel got sent down and I know I didn't really get to see him play against St. Louis. I don't even know if he did, but the one game I saw him play with the Hawks, his first season preseason game against Detroit, I thought he looked pretty goddamn good, and I can't wait for him to be called up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, you know
1: what? It doesn't hurt. I think this is a nice, smart move. Let yeah. him go down, get a little bit more experience on, like, North American ice and and all that kind of stuff. I think. I get top
0: minutes in the AHL.
1: Exactly, Yeah. And really kind of see like, because I think if he gets called up too, he's a guy that can get plugged in on that with Kane or with, or with Taze even like he can get thrown into the fire really fucking quick when he gets called up. And I I think they just want him to be ready.
0: I'm I'm thinking just because like, he's going to be a top six spot. Like if he ends up like coming up and playing really well, like he might end up, you know, I don't, don't hate me for this. It's just an idea. But if, Kubalik becomes, like, too expensive. He might be just, like, taking that spot. No. And even though he yeah. he would maybe isn't, like, a goal scorer like Kubelik. Like, I could see them being like, well, you know what? I think you're going to want – you want a little too much money. We'll replace you right now in the top six with Lucas Reichel, and then this kid's going to get a bunch of fucking ice time, and he looks – damn good oh yeah no <laughs> he's, he's literally fucking seven years younger than him so it's just like okay
1: i absolutely love kuba league i hope they oh, can yeah. it work with him staying on this team but i had the feeling after he went off his first year that he was kind of it, it was we're seeing the panarin situation play out again
0: yeah i really don't want that I, to happen ever again. right and <laughs> I just I
1: kind of and he like he hasn't taken really a step back he no he's really kind of getting to the point where he's playing himself off this team because he's gonna get paid and he deserves to
0: yeah oh I mean I'm excited to see what he does this year because last year he was kind of thrown in between all these different lines where the first year when he worked his way up to the first line he worked his way up to play with Taze and that was just where the magic was like just popped off. And so him being back with Hayes is going to be fucking fantastic.
1: Next year is going to be, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Cause he's an RFA next year too. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of guys who need to be resigned next year. Luckily they're all RFAs. So the, we still kind of have the ball in our court a little bit. And- yes. You're losing, You're I you mean, you're losing Calvin DeHaan, who we'll talk about in a second.
0: Yeah.
1: Carpenter is coming off. He's only got a million dollars. DeHaan's 4.5. Uh,
0: Marc-Andre Fleury's 7 million is coming 7 million,
1: off. And he's not getting 7 million again. Lankanen's getting... Was,
0: Unless he wins the Vesna and the Stanley Cup, I don't see. <laughs> I don't I know.
1: Even, I like, even think, no, I don't even think then. I don't know. We'll be 30, he'll be 37? Yeah, I don't think he'll... If he wants to still play, I, I think he takes a, a cheaper deal unless because hockey is back and DraftKings Sportsbook has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just one dollar on any hockey game and win a hundred dollars in free bets. If either team scores a goal, doesn't matter if it's a one timer or a deflection. However, they light the lamp you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state just yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fans- Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any hockey game and win a hundred. In free bets, if either team scores a goal, this is one week, one puck in the net. You win big with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Regardless, if he's going to go back to Pittsburgh, if he wants to stay here, he's going to have to take a cheaper deal. Yeah. Um, Lincoln's going to get a little bump. Yeah. But yeah, so it's going to be really interesting to see what, if that's the kind of situation you said, if Kubelik's going to play himself off the scene this year.
0: I mean, do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want you to, but if you're going to play that really that great, like, let's get it. Let's get it in this year. Cause this year is kind of like, we're, we're, we're shooting for it.
1: I would love to send Kubelik off with a Stanley cup ring.
0: Yeah, and then he can go to the Rangers. That's fine with me. Yeah. Um. You have the list of who else? Uh. Any other big names get sent down? Not sent down. No. Um. The other thing was uh Kalnik being out. Yeah, so Kalnik out with a few weeks with an ankle injury, which is okay. Um, I think it's actually good news in terms of like who you, who are they going to decide to like have out there for game one because. In the preseason games I've watched, Caleb Jones looks goddamn good. Like, yeah, I, like, uh, like we we really won that deal, like really good. Like <laughs> we he really not it, afraid it, to carry that puck into this. We already won it
1: to this level. Now we're fucking up here, like just not yeah, even we're way, we're together. way
0: up. Like he just watching him play, he's not terrible defensively, like he does his job, but then like breaking out. And, like, not being afraid to, like, break the puck all the way in, take it low, like, t- bring it around the backside of the net, like, set up the play, like, like eyes up the whole time. Like, he looks fucking good. I don't know how he only had four points last year in 33 games in Edmonton. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because they had Tyson Berry and Darnell yeah. Hurst playing as, like, their most offensive defenseman. Like, Caleb Jones has, like, pretty in- been pretty impressive. Um,
1: yeah, I definitely will... Eat my words a little bit on I, well, I never really was down on him. I just didn't really
0: shit on him. I think you know, we just thought that he was gonna be the seventh defenseman.
1: Yeah, I think we liked we like Wyatt so much that I think it was just kind of one of those scenes where we're like, we want to see him in the lineup and Caleb come in when he needs to be. But again, just like the forwards, it's a great problem to have that we have so many guys to fit so few positions. And it's just it's just the options that we this team has, it's just it's exciting like i really yeah. have not felt this exciting excited about a team since since 0809 when they they went to the finals against detroit and they got they, i mean they got knocked out that year but like that was a really a time where it was like this is a hockey team like this is a yeah. team that can compete and can be there and i'm really getting the same vibes
0: yeah it was it wasn't like we're a favorite but it was like this team can did compete they could push.
1: Yeah. I think we're going to surprise. We, I keep saying okay. this team it's, is going to surprise a lot of people.
0: This year. It's just, I think it's just really funny to me, just like looking at this roster and just being like, who the fuck are these guys? Like from like three, like if you think about like from three years ago, you're just like, who the fuck are these guys? And what is this team? And I, why do I like it so much? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, okay getting having seth jones and mark andre Fleury and tyler johnson all on one team and it happens to be none of the teams that they used to play for like it's just it's such a mismatch of this like is players Legitimately,
1: what i do in the nhl when i get bored and i'm like fuck the salary cap and i'm gonna add these guys and
0: <laughs> i love it um then uh i think the last thing is just uh, do you want to talk about the calvin Dahan thing
1: Oh, a couple yeah, a couple quick things. So, yeah, Calvin Deheim, uh had a little – during, like, the Hawks media day, came onto the podium. First thing he said, yeah, sorry, it's me. I'm still here, which I didn't <laughs> – un- I didn't understand because I thought – I I feel like the Hawks fans like him.
0: Yeah, I do too, but I don't know. I think, like, everywhere he's played, they've just been like, <laughs> wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Is yeah. He's still here. Still here, yeah.
1: But so during that too, he said that he actually played, uh, the last part of the season on a broken leg.
0: Yeah. Didn't he say it was like, at times it was, it was, it felt better to skate than to walk. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, I can get, I can understand just because of the motion, but if like, it's like, if it's like right, you were saying it's like right below the knee at the tib at the tibia.
1: Yeah. The top of the tibia.
0: Yeah. So that's that's kind of – that's so shitty. And I can't – it's such a hockey player thing. Just be like, well, it actually feels better when I play hockey, so I'll just keep playing hockey instead of getting my leg fucking fixed.
1: I Yeah, especially on a team that wasn't going anywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: You could have easily been like, oh, okay, this, this season's done. Let's, uh, let's go get this fixed up. But, no, he – tough guy man and i i like Tahan. i yeah
0: oh god yeah he's if, great defensively
1: if some of our guys the younger guys aren't developing the way we think and we can get him definitely i i don't want to resign him at that 4.5 yeah but if we could get him on like a cheap like one year two year deal i wouldn't hate that
0: true i i'm wondering if it would be possible just because of like the injury issues that he has had and stuff like recently yeah um yeah like just be like hey man like we don't really know we're not going to give you a long term deal and we only get like half a season out of you anyway like what if we do like a million two million dollars if he was able to sign like just a one year two million dollar deal to stay i would be like yes and then if he played then he played it out and like played ahead a good season and got offered a way better deal somewhere else. I would not be upset. <laughs> I'd be like, yes, you play yourself into a better contract again.
1: And he's 30 years old. So he'll be yeah. 31 next year. He's kind of hitting that, that area where it's kind of like, okay, you're not going to get that big ticket. Like he's not.
0: Well, he, could. he just could just San Jose, San Jose will do it. That's fair. they will send him to a seven year, $6 million deal.
1: I was yeah, gonna say, he's not, like, his playing style isn't that sexy style where people are going to be like, oh, here, take my money to come on this team because right. what about that? Like, he is gritty. He gets, like, the defensive stuff done. Like, nothing that shows he's up. on shots, court. man. Exactly. And so, I don't know, man. If he, especially if this team, say this team makes the playoffs, get past get past the first round, all that kind of stuff, he sees how special this team is and he's like, hey, one year, $2 million." 2.5, come back. Let's try to get this done next year. It might be something he can't say no to. Oh,
0: well, I hope so. I'm trying to see like his advanced kind of stats. I was just looking for like, uh, like shot blocks if I can. But yeah, he's he's the kind of guy that I would love the, love the young guys to just watch defensively.
1: All, yeah, all our prospects that are projected to be defensive defensemen. They need to be tied to the hip of Calvin DeHaan
0: and just. Yeah. Like, like, uh, what is it? Vlasic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I forgot about him. Calvin DeHaan had 85 block shots last year in 44 games. Keith had six more block shots in 10 more games. But Connor Murphy fucking destroyed the team with 123 block shots in 50 games. It's pretty goddamn good. He's trying
1: so hard to fill a uh, hammer's shoes or skates.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I just. I yeah. Dahan is is kind of just like a Murphy because Murphy 123 blocks, 102 hits. Dahan 85 blocks, 99 hits. Like those kinds of defensemen are great. They just <clears throat> get into the corners and disturb the shit, and then get to the front of the net and put their fucking body on the line.
1: And in a perfect world, you have one of those on each line, each of your defensive lines. True. So, yeah, like I said, we can bring him in. That'd be awesome. Uh, the other quick thing that I had uh, was a little little tidbit uh, quote from De Uh He was talking about basically he recognized that he doesn't need to score every game this year, but he intends on becoming a better playmaker. That just makes me so excited <laughs> to see, like, He's so good, and he's just like, yeah. I'm going to make myself even better.
0: I, I think that if he said this about himself last year, but like instead of being a playmaker, he's like, instead of just scoring every game, I really want to become a better two-way player <laughs> because at the end of the season, I'm like, this motherfucker is two-way now. <laughs> like- <laughs> <fucking did> it. <laughs> so now he's going to be a sniping, playmaking, two-way player if that's what he wants to do. Fucking do it, man, because I'm all about it. I just love
1: him. I love the guy. I just, oh I am gosh. so
0: happy he's on our team. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's he's so good. And it's awesome. It, so- it feels good inside.
1: And he's starting to get recognized too for it. Like he cracked the top 50, like top 50 players in the NHL right now. He was number 49, I believe. So it's like people yeah. are starting to recognize this, that he is, he's good. I he's think th-
0: like, this year, a lot of people We'll really see how good he is because last year, it, I mean, we played the same seven teams. Yeah. And so only those teams got to see how good he was, but it was also our team wasn't that great. So teams like Nashville who played really well against us and then like Tampa and Florida who were just, just stacked. Didn't get to see how, how good to it was like the whole time. I don't know. I think I saw a lot of flashes during those games, but then the games against the lesser teams, like he's just so dominant. it's just insane
1: i was gonna say something but i'm gonna hold off for it until our next episode when we do our hawks
0: preview yeah 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 Yeah, it's gonna be i
1: think there's a couple players that are really gonna have years that are just gonna define their their career kind of like really or not define it but like really
0: project it to where it can be and all that kind of stuff and this is this is only he's only 23 years old oh
1: my god are you kidding me yeah it's so weird how much I like him and I'm so much older.
0: Dude, do you think he likes me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so the last okay, last bit of hot stock and then we'll move on. Um, they kind of announced captains. It's kind of confusing a little bit. Yeah. Because there hasn't really been verification, but it, it kind of points to, obviously, got the, or Taves has the C. Kane's got an A. And then it looks like they might be switching between Murphy and Brinkett with the last A. Home and away. Home and away. De has been wearing it at home when he plays in the preseason. Murphy was wearing it away during the preseason. I don't know if that's officially what they're doing. It would make sense. I don't like it. I hate I just yeah. F three, be your leadership core and let's go. Like, you don't need a letter to be a leader on the team. Like,
0: no. I I think it should just be Murphy, Kane, and Taze. Yes. Cause I mean, just having one alternate on the back end makes sense to me. And then, yeah, I mean, Taze has just been the captain 14 years at this point. And then, uh, yeah, Kaner's just become such a such a leader by example, but now a leader, like, vocally on the team too. Right. And Debrink is the next class of leadership, I think.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think the next leadership group is going to, revolve around brinket and possibly doc.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and Seth Jones. Seth Jones. I think I think the Brinkett is next in line for the C, to be honest.
0: Yeah. No, true. 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 I think it was it was like at the beginning of two years ago. I think it was like, oh, Doc is the future, like center. He's gonna be the C. He's gonna take over like from Tases like 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 position and role. And then it's like kind of a slower burn at this point just because of injuries and issues with like the seasons. And then the Brink has just kind of shown that he's just getting better and better and better. (laughs) And it's scary how good he's going to be. Yeah. Oh man. So
1: lots, lots to look forward to the season. Uh, Do you have anything else for our talk?
0: I don't think so. I think all right. all and, good. And if Hawks. you know what,
1: yeah, our episode episode's gonna be a huge dive into the Hawks season. So um if we come up with anything, we'll we'll just save it. Uh so mm-hmm. let's let's switch over to NHL talk really quickly here. Um few things just to touch on a little bit here and there. Uh today there was like an eichel update. Uh was it dreger? Yeah, Dredger. Yeah, Dredger was basically saying that. Things have been picking up a little bit. Uh, teams have been getting more of an access to his medical record and kind of just seeing, like, what's going on with him. Uh, not necessarily meaning that there's going to be a trade anytime soon, but it seems like at least now they're coming to a point where they're just like, all right, listen, it's going to be best for everybody. Let's just get this over with and and move on.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll just want it to happen. <laughs> That's really and- it.
1: Right. And a lot of so a lot of people are saying too. I've been hearing this on a few podcasts and reading it on a couple different like articles and stuff, is that this probably everybody's kind of saying like the Buffalo Sabres are fucking this up. I mean, they obviously are. Yeah. But I think people are misdirecting their their issue with it. A lot of people aren't realizing that this is probably the ownership realizing that knowing not knowing a lot about hockey there's they're the buffalo bills guys i don't think they truly understand the game the their gm is inexperienced he's never had a position like this before getting the job in buffalo which is the most buffalo thing ever but i think he's saying like, this is our guy yeah and i think the owners are saying like okay jack eichel american boy, you know, top player, all this kind of American stuff. American Warrior. We're not getting rid of him for, for nothing. And as much as, was it Ken Adams? No, Ken Adams is the announcer, isn't he? I have no idea. Whoever, whoever the GM is for Buffalo keeps saying, well, no, this is what's going to be. And the ownership's like, well, no, fuck you. Hold him until we get what we want type of thing. So I think there's a lot of misdirection of hate or the savers in the situation but um yeah, regardless though it needs to be it needs to be figured out it's b s this whole situation, and Kevin Adams
0: Kevin Adams, yeah, I was gonna say that that was right i uh I was just trying to find something else. I was literally um <laughs> just out of nowhere decided to start looking up the similarities between uh Debrinket and Kucherov. anything to so, share. I was a little distracted. <laughs> um, let's see. Kind of. I mean, fuck. Like, by when... Oh, I guess Kucherov didn't play when he was 23 for some reason. Oh, no, they didn't make the playoffs. Is that what it was? I was just looking at, like, by uh, age, their stats. Let's see. So, when Kucherov was... This, where am I at? Jesus Christ! It's hard because of the games played. But at 23, Dubrincik had 56 points in 52 games, and Kucherov at 23 had 85 points in 74 games, which could be kind of close if our, it, if you were to like pull it out and like I don't know.
1: They have the points per game.
0: Yeah. No. Uh. No. Not right here. But. I'm trying to do this too quickly, <laughs> Not, like looking at everything like as hard as I could. Let's see. Points per game. Oh, points per 60, 3.1. Okay, points per 60, 3.5. So close. Close. Both when there were 23. So, yeah. Sorry about that. No, fine. <laughs> Get distracted.
1: Um, but bringing back to Brinkett again, um, another thing with this Eichel situation that he is probably going to be not eligible – well, not eligible. He's just not going to be able to play in the Olympics, even if he has the surgery today. Um,
0: oh, that's horse shit. So maybe, like, maybe that's maybe that's the whole plan for Buffalo is just to ruin now. ruin uh, Team USA. USA?
1: But what I was gonna say is that I think that I mean I don't know if there's any question into it before, but I think that that pretty much seals it making Team USA.
0: Oh, I think he's gonna be guaranteed a spot. You think Trust so? Regardless, when he when he has an insane year this year, they're gonna be like, yeah, clearly it and Kane are gonna be on Team USA. You've seen how have you seen how they played this year?
1: Can you imagine Bowman fucking that up? Not bringing it,
0: Yeah, he's gonna bring. Connor Murphy, Seth Jones, he's going to have Brinksy, he's going to have Kane. There's going to be a lot of Olympians from Chicago. No, probably not. You don't think so? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think there's a lot of good um, USA Kane, players now. Kane, Brinkett. Kane to Brinkett, I think, are going to be on there for sure. Seth Jones. I don't I know. Think pretty, I think Seth I, Jones if, for sure. If Seth Jones has a really good season, I think he makes it, but it's going to be hard when you have –
1: and I'm talking about, and you know when I say a lot of Olympians, I'm talking about everybody, not just Team USA, right?
0: Oh, I was just talking to Team USA. Oh, no,
1: yeah. I only see those three making it. I
0: don't know if Seth Jones makes it, but he, I could. Think he does. I think he does. But, yeah.
1: Alright, um, you know who's not going to be playing the Olympics?
0: Vander Kane.
1: Yes. I'm so happy to know that. Uh <laughs> The shit storm just keeps piling on for this guy. Like, I just, I don't even know what to say at this point about, like, is he just, does he want to be done with hockey, but he just physically can't say, I I don't want to play anymore. He just needs to find an excuse to get, like, knocked out of the league.
0: I don't know. I, it, It's concerning to me about how, like, he goes about doing something and he just goes, yeah, this sounds like a good idea. Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> so the new development in the King saga. Um, <laughs> So he got cleared of the gambling charges. I don't know if we are the gambling, not charges, but
0: like accusations. Yeah. Investigation. Yeah. They said the that there was no
1: proof that he's gambling is on games and all that. And they're confident in that. But then they said that they're now investigating for all the other allegations of like the domestic violence and or de- domestic abuse and all that kind of stuff. And then yesterday, or two days ago, depending on when you're listening to this, three days ago, it came out that now he's being investigated for providing a fake COVID vaccine card, which, if found guilty of, could serve up to five years in federal federal prison. It's
0: it's so on brand for Evander Kane because if i were to if i were to not tell you who the player was and i go hey dude there's this guy in the nhl literally just is now getting investigated because of a fake vaccination card and you'd be like oh fucking evander kane <laughs> like yeah man what the fuck
1: has there ever like i don't understand like you're giving the golden ticket you get to play professional hockey in the greatest League in the world, you make a ton of money doing it because you're good, you're a great yeah. hockey player, yeah. And yet, you, you get gambling problems. You granted, okay, so people don't come at me. I know it's addiction, is addiction's addiction's addiction. Like, he needs help for that, he definitely needs mental help for that, but still. Like you you have that problem. Now you pull this shit off. Like you you have like your, your baby mama drama shit like it's thrown up into the, your locker room and like into the old league. You're affecting your team. Nobody wants to play with you. Nobody wants to welcome back in the locker room. And now you're throwing up a fake vaccine card, which I don't know if you live under a rock, but the vaccine's kind of a big fucking deal in the in the world right now, whether it's kind of a hot topic. Yeah. And there's a lot of shit going on with getting the vaccine, not getting the vaccine. And you just say, fuck it. I'm giving you a fake vaccine card.
0: Yeah. It's not like you're fucking working at McDonald's. <laughs> like, and then they're just like, we need your vaccination card. And you're like here. And you just write on a piece of paper, like, I am vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> 12. <laughs>
1: I just like, I just don't understand. Like. Like, I I. If, if I got to play in the NHL, I would just be like, "Okay, awesome. Don't fuck yeah. this up." Yeah. And what's he doing? Fucking it up. Even fucking the same fucking it up is royally underselling it. Dude's gonna go to fucking jail.
0: The, the, the season starts in less than a week. Um, does he play? <laughs> I don't. I mean, know. He's not. A, he's
1: not at training camp.
0: Yeah, does he? I think
1: it sounds like he's not going to play until this all gets resolved. I like because yeah. like as long as there's like an open investigation, it sounds like he's staying away from the team. Yeah, but even if he does play, it's like, like I, mean, I don't know what to do. It's like even if he does play. This yeah, even if he does play, like I said before, at at what point do your teammate, like you know what teammates are brothers and all that kind of stuff. But at one point, are you just like, fuck this
0: guy? <laughs> I don't know. It's 500 points. <laughs> oh, man.
1: All right. That's enough of that guy. That clown. Fucking. Champs.
0: Yeah. Can't wait to see what else comes out.
1: Um, Another big thing that, you know, investigation, investigations are around the NHL now. I think that's like the theme of the year is just investigations. Sounds like we're going to be getting another investigation as Robin Laner has just been going on a crusade of just calling out all the behind the scene bullshit uh, that's been going on in the NHL and honestly, good for him.
0: Yeah. Just all the prescription painkillers that are just given out from like not even, it wasn't he saying like it's not even like team doctors? It was just like, just being given to them and like sleeping pills for them to like fall asleep on. It like, was like, Tom, like Tom Sacito came out and said something about it too. He was just like, getting vitamin T, which is just like code for whatever like the sleeping pills or, or like the Ambien and all that. Yeah, the ambient and, and like the painkillers. It's like you just like get on the team bus or team plane and just get like a a fucking t- somebody toss him some of those and then he just like all right and just like fucking go to sleep. I'm like, like what the fuck? It's really weird because I know I know that like they started studying like the travel and like how important sleep is but then i don't think that somebody then translated oh they need sleep get them sleeping pills. Yeah, right <laughs> like that'll be the thing that does it like fuck man i don't know i mean and it's
1: already been no secret that the league has a huge op- opioid issue
0: yeah um, dude with the drugs it's crazy
1: and it's just, I mean, it's not just the NHL. its I mean, it's all professional sports. It's just more common, I think, in the NHL because of how physical the team or the league or the sport is.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the most physical sport that plays. You can have back-to-back days. Like, you're fucking banging bodies, like, all the time. Um, I like football where you play once a week, and you play every, like, 20 seconds.
1: Yeah, he. so he's calling that shit out. I mean, he threw... Um, I don't know how to say his last name. Alain Vignon. Alain Vignon. Av. Whatever. Under the bus. <laughs> whatever. Um, coach of the and, Flyers. Yeah, the coach of the Flyers. He threw him under the bus, saying that he knows exactly. Um, he knows exactly what he's doing, all that kind of stuff. Um, he's also been a huge advocate. We mentioned it before with the Jack Eichel stance and all that yeah. kind of stuff, which a lot of players are getting behind, and that's going to be, I think, a huge huge topic once the CBA comes up next um, kind of giving the power back to the players to treat. However, however they feel is the best bet for them. Um, even yeah. I don't,
0: I just, it's, that's just crazy to me that like, yeah. Cause he says like these, like he said, listen, it has to be team approved.
1: Yeah. Because all they want to do is they're paying you a lot of money to play hockey. So they want to make you sure that you're able to do what's proven and what's going to get you back on the ice And then, so you're going to need to do what they, what they say. And then once your career is over, then you can do what you want, but the lead's not going to help you with it. Like they're saying that the Eichel, the procedure that the, the fusion that they want Eichel to do, he'll have to get done three or four more times before. I think his career is over.
0: Yo, fuck that.
1: I don't know if it's careers over or what, or I I can't remember the exact, but regardless, whatever the the Buffalo Sierra wants them to do, it's going to be a continued thing throughout the rest of his life that he's going to have to get done. Dumb. that's stupid. I don't like it. Um, but with him going all out on these, you know, these tweets and podcasts and doing all this, I mean, NHL's listening. The NHL had a meeting with him. Um, their Emily Kaplan tweeted out. Uh, she just talked to Rob Laner. He's confident he can push can push for a change in the NHL. They're listening. He's moving his messaging behind the scenes, working with the NHL NHL PA. He also asks for patience for the from the media as he begins the season and tries to make meaningful steps forward. So, I did not have Robin Laner on my on my board for changing uh, hockey culture like behind the scenes when it comes to this kind of stuff, but you know, good for him, man.
0: Yeah. I'm I I like that he's so vocal and some people might be annoyed with, like, the way he says things, but it's like, fuck, man, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's,
1: and he's so honest, and that's, like, it's so much better. I'd rather these guys be honest than give the bullshit, like, you know, robot responses. Like, yeah. listening, listening to him on Chicklets. He was sitting there, and they're asking, like, oh, do you you, do you think, like, you know, they kind of threw you under the bus in Vegas with the whole Marc-Andre thing? And most guys would be like, well, you know what? It's just – it is how it is. This is the game. And then he's like – he's like, no, they, they fucked me. They totally screwed me over with this situation. Like, they put me in a hole with the fans now and all this kind of stuff. And he's just straight up honest about it. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh, my God. And then he's talking about how, like, you know, the fans – don't like him because of because of flurry and all this kind of stuff yeah. and he's just like basically saying like fuck the fans i'm here to play my game and all this kind of stuff and yeah. i'm just
0: like i didn't i didn't trade for me exactly <laughs> yeah.
1: so and then he's also like he was talking about like they had the whole walsh thing with the sword and flurry's back he's like he's like man fuck that guy for doing that to me but i love him because he does so much for his players <laughs> like
0: oh and, that, and that's funny. so
1: funny like he's just so blunt about it and just so honest about it and it's just you know what that's why nothing gets changed because nobody is willing to, to put theirself on the line and, you know, risk it. And he's doing that and good for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's, he's definitely one of a kind and it's good that he's in the NHL actually, I think.
1: And it seems like a lot of players are backing him and it's going to be, I think we're, it's not going to be quick, but I think in the next couple of years, we're going to see some big changes in the NHL and, and hockey culture. Hopefully.
0: Yeah, that'd be good. Hopefully. Hope that happens.
1: Yes. Um, yeah. So unless you got something else, that, that's about it for me.
0: I think that's it. Um, I'm just scrolling through like Reddit and seeing that Louis Erickson has three goals in the preseason is actually pretty funny to me. Um, there's also, there was the preseason game that happened recently between <laughs> the Lightning and the Panthers.
1: Oh, that's why I wrote this down. Okay you you t- we yeah it was just an all-out brawl yesterday it was like game oh yeah of, of the playoffs um so i wrote this down because you texted florida hockey is the best
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, it's gonna be insane hockey <laughs>
1: so awesome that they're they're building this rivalry and that you know florida man florida's gonna be good and they're not gonna take it like it's not gonna yeah. be like uh Oh, we're going to, we're beating the shit out of you because we suck and we can't do anything else. Like, no, they're doing it because fuck you.
0: We're going to be the new team of Florida
1: kind of thing. Like, it's, oh man, let's fucking go. i ah.
0: the Battle of Florida is, is going to be the new thing instead of, Battle Battle of, Battle of Alberta. It's the Battle, the Battle of, Florida. of Florida. It's completely as far away you get from each other. Oh my God. It's a- just funny to me that, like, the, the pest is Corey Perry on Tampa. And then the same kind of pesty kind of player is Sam Bennett on Florida. And they both played each other a lot when Sam Bennett was in Calgary and Corey Perry was in Anaheim. And now they just like swapped coasts to play against each other and piss each other off the whole time.
1: Yeah, and I totally forgot Corey Perry was on Tampa.
0: Yeah. Stirring up the shit, man. It's pretty great. I'm excited. I'm going to watch a lot of those games. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So, all right. Well,
1: I think that about does it for us. Uh, episode 154. Tanner, what do you want to call it?
0: One week. One week. I like it. One week away, I guess.
1: I think we should do one week, Parentheses bare naked ladies.
0: No. <laughs> well, it's one week. Since we go some hockey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, uh, so that was episode 154 one week. Uh, make sure to f- subscribe to the podcast on the Apple Podcast Network, on Spotify, on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at WCB Podcast. Definitely on Twitter, got to build that up in case Facebook and Instagram decide to disappear again. Um, That was a little uh, nerve-wracking there for a second just because I only used Instagram for the uh, social media for this, but uh, make sure to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on all the social media at hockey HockeyPodNet. Um, subscribe to their YouTube channel. I've been doing some videos, a couple prediction videos for standings. Um, they're doing some cool content on there. Uh, there's gonna be some live watch alongs and stuff like that. Uh, buy our merch. Shop yeah, if you want to. PBP, thirteen percent off of you code Benders thirteen. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, Be so- on the lookout for us uh, Hawks hockey next week. All
1: right, yeah. So for uh, Jeremy and Tanner, um, we will see you on the next one.
0: All right. Love you, boys. Bye. The Windy City Benders Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast.